0: welcome to the soul bros podcast with rifi crypto guy and racer x we're here to talk about Everything, Solana, uh, NFTs mostly. Um, and we're going to talk about the D gods today. Um, we're trying to do this once weekly or more. Uh, you know, just talk about some of our favorite projects that are going on, some of the um, huge updates that are coming, um, maybe some of the FUD, maybe some of the FOMO, all the above. So um, I wanted to intro Racer
1: X. Racer, what do you got for us? Hey, welcome, rifi for, for those in the audience, it is April 14th today, um, looking at D-Gods, looking very healthy with a floor of 193. And um, I'd love to just get into everything D-Gods. You know, um, I know a lot of people in the Solana space probably are very familiar with D-Gods, but there might be some in the audience that aren't familiar. So I'd love to give exposure to those people. And for those in the D-Gods community, you know, let's let's, let's blow it up. Uh, you know, I love... We love everything about d so uh, I'm excited to get into it.
0: Heck yeah. No, I love it. And um, one thing that we should start off with is who is the d You know, they, they are uh, a 10,000 collection. They started out with a paper hand bitch tax. You'll see 33.3% on people's handles on Twitter, and that's what that's referencing. That was the first thing that they tried to do, and it was if you sold your NFT at a certain price that you'd be... Um, tax 33.3% on that NFT. That did not seem to work and um, the team actually created a new thing called dust, which is what they're currently running with. That's what got me really, really excited about the project. And what they're doing is is you stake your dgod if you have a normal dgod, you get 10 dust a day for staking. You can use that for raffles, auctioning off NFTs, all kinds of different things. And they are creating use cases um, across the board, a bunch of different stuff that they're trying to make it useful for. Um, And then one of the big things right now is that you can dead your God. They created all new art that you can upgrade your D god to. So you'll still have the old art and you'll be able to toggle back and forth. But as of right now, you actually transform your D god into what they call a dead god. And these are just gorgeous uh, depictions of these D gods killed, sometimes using their traits kind of as a a play on the actual picture. And they have made a crazy storm with it. You know, we're getting uh, BAYC people kind of flooding in, talking about D-Gods and and really, really excited about it. So that transformation to cost a thousand dust. And when you transform your D-God into that, um, you're going to start getting 30 dust a day. For staking that dead god, um, which is a huge win. I think right now we're sitting around 0.4, 0.5 per dust. Um, You know, Frank would say one dust equals one dust, but people are willing to spend, you know, 0.4, 0.5 soul, uh, sorry, 0.05 soul for buying and purchasing that dust. Um, one of the crazy things that happened that we got to make sure that we mention in here is Irkin, uh, one of the the old dead gods or D gods that was involved. He actually owns the central land, and has a bunch of land, and put the D god's name in it and everything. Um, has done a ton of marketing work for them actually swept the floor. I mean, this guy must have spent a thousand or more soul just to make the floor up to 200. Um, so that was really exciting seeing a project that's not, you know, the SMBs in Seoul um, hit 200. So that's kind of what the D-Gods have been up to lately. Um, and I did want to give a shout out to Frank yesterday. 413 was his birthday, so happy birthday. Um, and yeah, that that's
1: what the D-Gods are currently doing. Yeah, it's kind of crazy with this community where you have these brand ambassadors where I think part of the reason why that guy swept the floor was to like celebrate Frank's birthday, right? Yeah. He just goes in, he drops, you know <laughs> I mean, how much do you he spend? Hundred thousand dollars ain't nothing, boys. He's, he dropped he's like, Oh, it's your birthday, I'm gonna go drop a hundred grand, but <laughs> that's kind of what happens when you when you build this community. You've got these, you know, brand ambassadors that love the product, they love what they're doing, and they're gonna support it in any way they can. So you know, it just seems like community is so important with these NFT projects. Like if you don't have a community, you really don't have anything.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's one thing that DGods has really hyped on. You know, we always said that a 10,000 collection was almost too much. And we thought it would fizzle out because there's not enough people in Solana. And it kind of turns out if you can rally the, uh, people behind it, it, it's the numbers, right? You know, and they're actually looking at, is there a way to get people a part of the DGod community? without adding too many D-Gods. Maybe it's another collection. There's all kinds of different things that they're talking about. Uh, One thing that I think that they're going to try to involve the community with will be D-Labs. D-Labs is going to be their launch pad that they're going to vet these projects and make sure that a portion of the mint will be done in dust. So that's just another use case that you can use dust for and hopefully keep that value up. They are doing stuff that, you know, is kind of cutting edge for Solana and you see a lot of, Different projects, kind of following what Frank and the team is is doing. Um, one thing that I'm just incredibly ac- excited about is that the BAYC has been talking about it. You know, um, maybe you can talk about what the difference between Ethereum, and the Solana networks, and like the market caps, and and how big of a difference it really is.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So that that's one big thing is you know when you look at Ethereum projects. It's a, it's a little bit older, not by, you know, the NFT space is obviously still very new and we're kind of in the wild, wild west. But I think uh, the users on Ethereum are, are used to spending a little bit more. Some of the mints could be, you know, one Ethereum, which could be, you know, 3000 4000 depending on the price of, you know, whatever the price of Ethereum is at the time. And a lot of times in Solana, you, you really see more like, you know, one to two sole. And that's, you know, depending on the price of sole, that could be between 100 to 200 250 at the high so, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a much more, um, I think, affluent user base. I think they are accustomed to spending a lot on NFTs. So I think the dream for a lot of Solana users is we, we kind of bring in the, the option from ETH. We bring that money in and then it's kind of these ETH whales just kind of hit these projects hard. And what's, what's great about DGODS, it seems like DGODS might be the, the first project that really bridges that Ethereum audience over to Solana. And then as they become more accustomed to Solana, then they're they're getting their feet wet in other projects. So um, I noticed on Twitter, I've seen a lot of people with the, the Bored Ape Yacht Club avatar Twitter profile. I've seen uh, Mutant Ape Yacht Club people as well talk about D-Gods. They've been buying D-Gods and what's what's really, what they seem to really resonate is is kind of some of the things we already talked about is, you know, that D-Gods community and they see someone like Frank and they see kind of like, I, I, I call him, you know, we call him a cult leader and I, I mean that in a positive way. I don't mean that in a negative way. Yeah. Oh yeah. He can rally the troops for sure. Absolutely. And we've we actually seen, um, these Bordet Biot Club members express like, Oh, we, we really like that. We kind of wish the of Yacht Club had like this, this leader that everybody rallies behind and he gets crazy engagements and he pumps up the community and he, he tweets and everyone gets excited and, you know, people buy in and, um, you know, that, that's just, it's, it's really exciting to see that Board Ape Yacht Club, um, you know, group come over and really adopt uh, D-Gods as as their Solana collection. Yeah, I love that.
0: There's this guy, his name's Shooter McAlpha, uh, one of the Board 8 Yacht Club members of his his uh, accounts as venture capitalists. And uh, now he's changed it that he's bridging ETH and Soul NFT communities. Um, the guy's been posting about D was the first one that I was aware of. Um, and he was the one that also called out, like what you said, that that nfts are missing this right uh, frank has been creating this community getting people together um, and then it kind of spread its own fire now there's people jumping out of planes there's people um i saw at the miami in miami um what do they call those hacker houses and one of the guys has a freaking yacht and he was taking d gods out um into the bay. You know, it's like a it's a lifestyle, it's a culture, it's this this incredible wave that is being created because people are just holding on to this art, um, kind of the attitude behind what D gods are. You know, one of the reasons why they're so successful is they started with paper hand bitch tax and they listened to the market. You know, it failed and then they yeah. made an adjustment, started doing something completely different. And now everyone's responding and they want to give their money, you know, like um seeing right. this 200 soul is crazy. It's crazy to see $20,000 NFTs hitting um, Solana network, which is insane if you think about what you just brought up and that one soul equals one of an ETH. So it'd be like five, mm-hmm. um, what is that? Like six ETH before you uh, okay. get a D God, which is almost nothing in that
1: ETH world as far as blue chips go absolutely and um you know i I love talking about dust dust like we said earlier is the the token you get for staking your d gods and what that does is it keeps them off the market it keeps them off the marketplace it constricts the supply and we kind of went back and forth because when when dust when they first introduced dust when i when i looked at when i saw 90 percent of the d gods being staked you know you get 10 dust a day that's you know what nine nine thousand you know if nine thousand d gods are staked that's ninety thousand dust entering the market every day and we had, kind of had these back and forths where, you know, I'd say, Dude, there's, there's no way this can go to $5, $6. You know, these people will be making $50 a day. And you're going, I think it can go higher. I think it can go to $10 a day. And, and you know, you kind of proved me wrong. So I, I said it would never go to $5. I said there's no way. But I think what, what Frank and the D-Gods have done with, with having the demand for dust, you need to have 1,000 dust to make a dead god. They have auctions, it seems like, every day where you can use the dust to buy NFTs, and you know, one might say, well, where 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 does the money come from? And because of that, was it was the percentage like ten percent on on each transaction? Yeah, yep.
0: I think I think it's actually around twelve percent because it's like nine point nine nine, and then two percent for Magic
1: Eden. Right. And so, for those that don't know, you know, whenever someone sells a D God, they're going to take a cut, and it goes to this treasury, and they actually use this treasury to to buy other projects, and you can use the dust to to bid on them. And you know, sometimes they have auctions, sometimes they have pure raffles. So you could put you know hundred bucks in and get a twenty thousand dollar NFT. So you know like like you said earlier, they're going to be doing um, like a launch pad. There's going to be merchandise. So what they've done better than any other project I've ever seen is they've got that buy pressure on their on their dust on their utility token, and that's just something I, I you know I, I thought dust would do well. I never in a million years would think it'd, it'd be as high or stay as high as it has. It's stayed high consistently for for probably over a month now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of people are not wanting to spend it. You know, they believe in the future and they think um, so for the listeners, you know, there's a limited supply. Um, I'm going to try to say the numbers. I think it's 33 million or 330 um, million. And they will have havenings along the way. So your D God and your dead God will earn half as much each happening that happens. And until we mine that whole entire supply. So once that supply is gone, um, there's a possibility that there will not be enough in the market because of all these whales that are holding on to their dust. And that's when they're going to make sure that um, you buy it from them. You know, who knows what could actually happen to that price if it hits um, over $10 a dust or something like that. I mean, that, could be crazy. There could be people, millionaires made from dust, <laughs> which is hilarious, um, but just really exciting things and so much gamification. You know, one thing I think the D-Gods really helped me with was kind of understanding blockchain technology and, and how yeah. important it can be. You know, even the paper hand bitch tax was really profound in the sense of understanding how smart contracts can make things happen, you know, even though they're, um, on chain and, you know, it's not physical, um, every transaction, you can make a set of rules, which is really, really important, um, that everyone has to abide by. It's not two people shaking hands and just saying, yeah, that's what we're going to do. And then someone, and they litigate in court or something. No, it's a smart contract. This is what's going to happen because this is what we wrote up and agreed on. Um, so that really helped me understand web three and how powerful this really can be.
1: Absolutely. And everything is transparent. You know, there's there's no hiding anything. Everything's out in the open. So, you know, when you when they do stuff like these raffles, you know, you I think the you know people might be afraid, but it's like, no, it, it's all on the blockchain. It's all transparent. There's there's no, you know, oh, my buddy Rifi just won again. You know, it, it's, it's, it's there. It's on the blockchain. So that's that's one of the biggest utilities when it comes to the blockchain is just the, the full transparency. And that's why a lot of people just love, love, you know, I think we're going to see more real world applications on the blockchain just because of that full transparency you get.
0: Heck yes. Yeah, no, I totally agree. And um, seeing businesses adopt it and kind of reach out even to the real world is, is really where it's going. One of the projects that I'm in is the Days Ducks Metagalactic Club, and they have an on-chain voting system. So you actually have, you know, your address that's associated to your wallet and you can only make one vote and it shows your address, your vote, everything. I think that that's beautiful. You know, um, one thing that they talked about is that their local government in Antigua actually wanted to use their system so that, you know, people had to be assigned to these numbers and these addresses and and you couldn't fudge that, you know? Um, So they're being asked to use their platform um, for, you know, government, um, stuff. And it's really, really exciting to see this technology being
1: used in the real world. Absolutely. You know, I, I'd love for a voting system or, you know, there's so many other applications that would be so great to have the blockchain that's just full transparency. You know, it's auditable. There's there's no way to hide anything. So I, I love to hear that local governments are, are looking into this technology. That sounds very, very bullish to me.
0: Heck yes. And Racer, what do you think? Do you think that the uh, BAYC and Yuga Labs are going to adopt D-Gods and, and the Solana Network? Well, <laughs>
1: I mean, that's a great question, right? So, you know, everyone's asking what, what the next, you know, Bored Ape Yacht Club will be. And I don't know if there's ever going to be another Bored Ape Yacht Club, to be honest. I think what they have done is created, you know, the, the, the term lifestyle brand gets thrown around and they've, they've created a lifestyle brand. They're doing movies, they're doing uh, merchandise, they, they just have this amazing community. So you know what what I see in D Gods is I I see that lifestyle brand coming to life. People love the merchandise. I I can see why the Board Ape Yacht Club would want to adopt this community, especially with the factors we talked about earlier. the The price to entry is only you know five to six ETH versus um, you know a Board Ape Yacht Club, which is I think they're like three hundred and thirty grand. You know what I mean? Like they're 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 you know a tenth of what what that that market cap is. So you know um. I, I definitely can see adoption coming from that side I think there's a lot of adoption coming from the board API club and I know um, I know there's this new discord community that's that's board API club members that are focusing on the salon chain and they're they're getting whitelist spots and they're branding in and I know um, Frank just joined that community um, I believe yesterday this is being filmed um, April 14th and so to me that's that's pretty goddamn bullish, right for, yeah, for adoption. So, you know, um, it seems like there's a good back and forth between the two communities. I'd love to see more of them adopt D Gods. And, um, you know, hopefully D Gods, some of the whales can start, you know, adopting Board API Club if they, you know, if they want to get in there. So I, I can see the cross promotion being a great, great thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And a lot of people thought when we bridged over to OpenSea that there'd just be this crazy rush and kind of a gold rush and people just would buy their bags and they could leave. And, um, you know, I don't think that's going to happen. I really do believe in um, it being kind of a slow game and ETH and people seeing the art that's over in Solana, um, hopefully hearing about it on Twitter because of how much activity that we have in the solana network that's one thing that we just kill the game at is um social you know twitter discord we have some serious warriors that that are here every day and and they they post hard so um it will be interesting to see um, how fast that adoption happens but i believe especially with the art that i'm seeing and some of the the culture that you see happen over in the solana network To see ETH people kind of come over, you know, we have the advantage of um, having very low gas fees and being able to do transactions all the time. You couldn't do a coin like Dust like you can on Solana because if you're getting 10 Dust a day, you'd be paying that in gas, if not more, on the Ethereum network. So it will be interesting to see if they truly adopt it.
1: Yeah, and I think another, you know, kind of thing we're looking forward to is there's there's a lot of speculation that uh, MetaMask is going to support Solana. Mm-hmm. You know I, know, I know a lot of crypto people, they don't want a bunch of wallets. So, you know, OpenSea was, was you know, half the battle. I think that was a great move. But I think even just getting the, that, you know, Solana integrated to MetaMask, people will be able to, uh, you know, just load in, you know, make, a, make a, a new wallet on the Solana chain. They don't have to switch wallets if they can get some type of bridge where you could just bridge ETH over to Solana, you know, Metamask can pull that off. It's going to cut the barriers to entry so much. And I think it's going to, I think that might be even more, lead to more adoption on the Solana side from ETH members than even OpenSea would. Yeah. Yeah. And you see even
0: Coinbase. I mean, there's so much bullish news right now. Um, You see people saying and feeling like they're going to get rich uh, because you're seeing all this money kind of coming out from outside sources. Um, I've even heard GameStop has their own resources and and are creating blockchain games and um, different stuff like that. So The explosion of innovation is going to be insane the next few years. And man, I just hope I'm on a few of the right ships. You know, that's that's what we're trying to do here is (laughs) uh, hitch our wagon to a few places, hopefully add some value by, you know, coming out here and talking about these projects and getting out the, the good word about what they're doing. Um, and that's what this is all about. You know, that's why we created Soul Bros is because we've been so excited about what we're doing um, and and engaging with the community, engaging with each other um, and creating these outlets to market some of these things that we think are, are beautiful or, um, or have some use cases that a lot of people could connect with. Um, I've seen a lot of good things happen in Web3 since I've joined, and uh, I'm just thankful
1: to be here, man. Yes, likewise. And I, I still feel, you know, we're very early. I still like there's still a lot of adoption to come. So I'm I'm just I'm just very excited. Thank you. Yeah. Um transitioning back to D Gods, um how, how did you know, Raifai, how did you get started with D Gods?
0: Yeah, so I had a friend that was like, Hey man, check these guys out and um this, the paper hand bitch tax, this is what it is and um you should grab one, they're five soul and I was like, Well, okay, <laughs> you know, I'm a D gen, I'll I'll check it out and picked one up, kind of joined the community and I, w- I was excited because I was like, um, you know, I posted on Twitter, and then all of a sudden I have a hundred or two hundred followers, and I'm like, oh, that's pretty yeah. cool, you know that um, that there's a dopamine hit from that for sure. Um, I'm always a diamond hander, so I kind of held on to it, and then dust came out, and that's what got me into doing bullish points videos, um, because yeah. I started understanding like there. Were true builders, there's people that want to execute and want to build something that's going to last. Um, and that's what created me doing bullish points. You know, I really only do videos on things that I hold and I did that for dust. And while I was making it, I was buying D gods as I had liquidity because I was like, I'm so excited about these guys. And, and of course, like everyone else, I wish I would have bought 20 of them. I wish I would have leveraged my fucking house. (laughs) Uh, Um, but That's what really got me going and and excited about teams that are really building. You know, Famous Foxes is another one that's just like these. These guys are here to build and they want to see the Solana network succeed. Um, and you see that from Frank. Frank is one of the best ambassadors for the entire space, not only D-Gods, but the space and then how we want to be perceived. And we want to be as a network and and as a community when people come in. You know, we want to be welcoming. We want to make sure that people have a, a good place to be and enjoy the art and the community that's here. Yeah. How about you, Racer?
1: Yeah, so um, I think uh, our mutual friend uh, Djen John, <laughs> um, he told me. So I, I actually went back and looked at my uh, transaction history, and I, I bought. I unfortunately only own one D God, so I can never sell it. Um, you know, you know no. the struggle when you own one. <laughs> but um, I looked back and I actually bought it November twenty third, um, for six point five soul, Jeez. and it, it just kind of shows that when you have a conviction play, I you know I think we all knew the potential of D Gods. But they really didn't do anything for three months. And I, you know, there's a lot of times I, I wanted to sell because I wanted that liquidity out. But it just kind of shows like when you have a conviction play, something like D Gods, you really, you always want to have a moon back. You always want to hold something because of the off chance it just blows up. And, you know, the, the reason why I know me personally, I didn't sell is I always thought, um, I always thought the potential was there for it to go high and go high. But I never in a million years would thought, would see D Gods just do what it did, where it went to 200 soul. And it, it didn't really retrace. It just kept going up and up and up and up. And I kind of feel now we're kind of in this price discovery mode where, you know, I, 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 I you don't see this in many projects. They, they usually retrace. And I kind of feel it can go much higher, you know? Yeah, yeah.
0: It's it's interesting seeing the shift happen and seeing people being like, oh, maybe the D-Gods are, are the... Bitcoin of the the coin market, you know, yep. like they are deciding the price of the whole entire market. It, it could be something where we get actual adoption and then the price of a normal NFT might be 50 soul or something like yep. that. Um, you know, I hope that it keeps there are projects right that build up to that because there's so many people that are involved in this community that would never get to try it if it was on Ethereum because of the prices. So yep. I do hope that we keep that kind of culture um, and opportunity for people to not start with 5,000, 10,000, $20,000 yep. um, because a lot of people don't have that kind of liquidity and you see these challenges all the time, this five to a hundred soul, you know, that's 500 bucks to $5,000, um, currently at like a hundred soul per, um, and that's beautiful, you know, seeing people change their own lives and do their own research and, and be able to do that. Um, I want to see that continue. So I hope that we don't have floor prices where people can't be involved. Um, but I'm just excited about the future and gosh, if, uh, you know, my bags go up 10 X, I'll,
1: I'll be, I'll be a happy man. I'll tell you what. Yeah. Now here's the million dollar question. For our audience that have never purchased a D-God or maybe this is their first exposure to D-Gods, um, right now floor price at one hundred ninety three soul, give or take about $20,000. Is this a good time to enter D-Gods? Short-term, long-term, what are your thoughts? I like the question. Um,
0: yeah, right now, like you said, we're in price discovery. So it could go either way. There could be... 500 people that they're like, man, I, I really need this $19,000 or, uh, whatever it goes to and, and blow out the floor. Um, and then it's just the question, do we have the buyers for that? And will it continue upward? And do we have people with diamond hands that are going to hold it long enough, um, where we can see that price increase, double, triple, whatever it is. Um, and what I would say as advice to people, first of all, never invest any money that you don't have. Right. Yep. Um, there's a lot of people I see all the time. They're like, yeah, I borrowed the money for this NFT and that scares the living shit out of me. Yes. Um, because we're, um, NFTs are not only risky like a coin, it's more risky, right? Cause it's depending on that coin as well. So there's so much risk to it and you have to have a buyer on the other side. There's no yep. order book that's going to just buy whatever quantity you have. Um, so if there's no buyers, And you're trying to sell, your thing is worth zero until there's a buyer willing to pay that amount. Um, So what I would say is if I was Erkin, and I had—I don't know how much money that guy has, but to spend a hundred grand on D Gods, I would assume you've got some money. He's probably driving a Tesla, you know. <laughs> <laughs> if if I had that kind of money, honestly, because of who I am and I'm a D God shill currently, you know, and I'm—you've—you've you've even talked to me about how euphoric I feel about it. I'm like, it yeah. could be the next my m a y c, and that might be my excitement. That might be my euphoria. Uh, but darn it, I believe in the. Um, the project and what they're doing yep. and um, and what they're talking about. So I'll tell you right now, if I had a million dollars, I would be putting some money into the D gods. Um, currently me, myself, I'm a blue collar. You know, I, I work a, a normal job and uh, I, I don't make a ton of money. That's for sure. Um, I wouldn't put money into that. I don't have 193 sold just to throw down. Um, you know, my sure. bags are invested. So if you don't, if twenty thousand dollars would kill you if you lost it, definitely do not put it in there. If you're a first-time buyer for Solana, I don't know that that's your best bet. You know, I, I would learn the space more um, by investing in other projects before buying a D God necessarily. But if I had five hundred thousand dollars to spend, I would definitely buy five D Gods and then and then do my research with everything else as well.
1: Yeah. What about you? What do you think? Yeah, and just just to really hammer home your point, you know, this is not financial advice. You know, we are not financial experts; we are degenerate gamblers. So nothing nothing <laughs> yeah. should be taken, you know, to heart. Um, short term, I think D God's. It's possible to see to see a retrace. You know, maybe back to one fifty or one twenty or even one hundred. Um, you know, one of the things that you told me is when when they're talking about the dust, you know, the utility token you get for staking, they were talking about happenings in six months from now. And what that shows me is that that Frank has a long term vision for this project. So long term, I think if you if you want to hold a D God for um, a year, two years, five years, um, I think there's a vision for that. And I, I if 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 I had liquidity, I would be you know I would consider another D God because if if you if you like you said if you've got twenty thousand dollars and you want an asset and if it goes down immediately you're not going to panic. I I think now is a fine entry for D-Gods. I I think for me, there's a a big fear that this could just keep going up and you get priced out. So, you know, short term, I, you know, if if you're willing to invest and you're not afraid of of it going down during for the long haul, I think now is a a very good entry to D-Gods.
0: Love it. Love it. Yeah. Hodling will do you wonders and it is not a smooth road. That's for sure. I've, I've learned that. Um, but this is what we're here to talk about. Talk about the projects, talk about what our investment strategies are um, and just share our ideas. So if you enjoy, enjoy Soul Bros, please make sure that you share it. Um, let people know. Um, and, you know, we just love talking about the Solana Network. Again, this is X and Rifi Crypto Guy here with you. And I hope you have a wonderful week. Thanks, Rifi. See you next time.